Welcome to BSD Talk, number 69. It's Tuesday, September 26, 2006. In the news, registration for EuroBSDCon is open. All right, now for the interview. Today on BSD Talk, we're speaking with Christoph Egger. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you. I wanted to speak to you today because you've been doing some work porting Zen to OpenBSD. Could you describe a little bit about what Zen is first and then what it took to bring it to OpenBSD? Xen is a hypervisor developed by Xensource. It brings uh, the technology from mainframe computers to the PC. It allows to run different operating systems at the same time and at very high speed compared to other solutions like VMware. And I came to OpenBSD through German company. I was looking for a topic for my diploma thesis for finishing my study. And a German company named Genua in Munich says security products based on OpenBSD. So I submitted several topics to the company and they choose porting OpenBSD to Xen. I started last year in December and there was Xen version 2, the latest one today. Xen version 303 is coming out soon. Did you base your work off the Xen port for NetBSD? I used the Xen port of NetBSD to do the port for Xen, to port OpenBSD to Xen. It is uh, NetBSD and OpenBSD are very uh, similar historically, so I decided to port the NetBSD curve and adapt it to OpenBSD. So uh, this is doable for the time range of a diploma thesis. Now, when you say that you port OpenBSD to Zen, does that mean that OpenBSD can host other operating systems or that OpenBSD can run on top of Xen? First of all, all operating systems run on top of Xen. Xen controls the hardware, the CPU. There are several guests and there's one which has more privileges, the so-called Domain Zero or for short DOM Zero, which has more privileges, it's also called Xen Host. It is used to manage the other guests and the support I did allows to run OpenBSD in an unprivileged domain, also known as a Xen guest. Later, I came to Google and brought up the summer of code 2006 and Xen made the uh, started a project to a uh, broader project to Google to port OpenBSD to Xen 3. So I already had OpenBSD running with Xen version 2, and so it was easy for me to do this task also, and so it is now running on Xen 3. 
And is it fully functional? Yes, it is fully functional as Zen guest. How long do you think it would take to have Zen within the OpenBSD kernel so that OpenBSD could host other operating? Well, first, there is work to do on the bootloader to make it boot the Xen kernel, and the Xen kernel in turn boots the Xen host kernel, which is the operating system in first domain. And once this is done, then OpenBSD comes close to run as Xen host. And does this require special CPUs in order to work, or will it work on the older generations of hardware? Xen version 2 run on i386 only, and it requires i686 CPU class, and Xen 3 is now available on more platforms. It supports IA64, the Eternium, the AMD64 architecture, and in development is the PowerPC architecture. Xen also supports ACPI, which simplifies power management, and it also supports SMP on guests now, so it is possible to have Xen guests with multiple CPUs. Zen essentially emulates an entire computer, doesn't it? And every guest it runs its own kernel. Uh, no, it doesn't emulate a whole computer. This technique is called full virtualization. This is what VMware does. Xen uses a new technology called paravirtualization. That means the operating system knows it runs in a virtual environment. Xenus 3 now also supports hardware, AMD, Pacifica, and Intel's virtualization technology to run unmodified guests. This means full virtualization under use of hardware support. And with technologies like VMware, the guest operating system is presented with fake hardware, very generic hardware. So are you saying that with Xen hosts, they see the exact hardware that the physical computer is running? Yes, quite. There's only over overhead of about 2 to 3%, not more. And Xen also supports some interesting features like the ability to move an image while it's running over to another host, doesn't it? Yes, so it's called uh, migration or live migration. The difference is migration, you stop the host, transfer to uh, another physical machine where Xen is running on, and then it continues running. Live migration means the transfer happens while the guest is uh, running, and that happens, for example, TCP network connections don't get lost or interrupted. And are you able to change the resources that you've given to Xen while it's running, increase the memory, or adjust the number of CPUs? Yes, that is possible, given you have the amount of physical RAM or the physical CPUs. You can't give more physical CPUs than you have. When you have two physical CPUs, then you can give one guest two virtual CPUs. When you have four CPUs and the guest uses two, you can attach one or two.
two additional CPUs or you can detach CPU. You can also increase memory at runtime and you can decrease memory at runtime. This requires the guest operating system supports memory or CPU hot plugging, otherwise there are undefined uh, results. What features does OpenBSD support? OpenBSD supports network, block, I.O., that means access to disk and CD-ROM. It supports runtime attaching and detaching of network and block devices and the standard drivers like clock, FPU, and console driver. These five drivers are the basic drivers to make it commonly usable. The special feature what, uh, what I've added is the attaching and detaching of network and block I.O. devices at runtime. And what version of OpenBSD are you working with? I started with OpenBSD current, which is now OpenBSD 4.0, and I continue with OpenBSD current. Are your patches being accepted back into the OpenBSD kernel? So far, I found some bugs and fixed them, and they got accepted. Mostly used after three bugs. One was in the TCP IP stick, and one in UVM, in the memory management. And they are already in OpenBSD. They're even part of OpenBSD 3.9. And the next uh, patches will go into OpenBSD current. Are you running this only on experimental machines, or are you using this on any machines in production? At home, I use it for fun, and some OpenBSD developers use it for testing and trying it out. But I'm not yet aware of someone who uses it in production. And what got you interested in the BSDs in general? I was searching for something new other than Windows and Linux on i386. So I first looked at NetBSD and later when I came to the company where I made my diploma thesis, I came to OpenBSD. NetBSD and OpenBSD both are very clean and well written, very uh, good documented and both run very stable, although there are some difference where one could wish they could work more together. They uh, already port bug fixes to each other, but there is more potential because they're so similar to work more together. How important is the BSD license to you? Well, the BSD license doesn't enforce companies to release code. This can be advantage or a disadvantage depending on the point of view. Personally, I don't have trouble with GPL or BSD license. I accept both. From my personal point of view, there is not such a big difference. It depends on the use. For example, when I use it in my company, then the license comes into question when we talk about releasing the source code or not. So the company that you work for uses OpenBSD 
to provide solutions for customers? No. Now I'm working at AMD, and it has more interested in Linux because Linux has a larger marketing share. Do you find that there's any support or some support for the BSDs? There are several colleagues who are using BSD, and we meet regularly. So, yes, you can say there is some support and interest. I know that a lot of chip manufacturers provide custom compilers, and a lot of them do provide custom compilers for Linux, and I didn't know whether there's also tools like that for the BSDs. Well, the company uses BSD in a, in a very new department for research, and that's almost all the focus is on Linux because AMD says there must be one operating system that supports all CPU features and this is Linux. We use BSD when we are searching for solutions and to have a wider approach to look at. Are you using BSD on your desktop? Yes, along with some others. I have OpenBSD and NetBSD on Spark Machine and on i386. And I also have some other Unixes like Solaris and Mac OS X. Do you use the graphical user environment on those, or are you mostly command line? I'm almost a command line, except on Mac OS X. And what text editor do you use? I use VI. Thank you for the work that you've been putting into porting Zen to OpenBSD, or actually porting OpenBSD to Zen. And I'm looking forward to trying it out. Yes, I'm working on with others of the OpenBSD community to fix some bugs. There's a second port uncovered, and uh, then we try to get it into OpenBSD current. I hope OpenBSD for one will include OpenBSD Xen. Someone wants to try it out now. Where can they get your code? I know my uh, mentor from the Google project is trying out OpenBSD Xen and some other OpenBSD developers. There's a mailing list. We talked about OpenBSD Xen and about uh, the progress. Well, thank you for speaking with me today. Thank you for the interview. If you'd like to reach the show archives or leave comments on the website, you can find it at bsdtalk.blogspot.com or if you'd like to send me an email, you can reach me at bitgeist at yahoo.com. That's B-I-T-G-E-I-S-T at yahoo.com. Also, I'd like to thank OpenBSD for the use of the opening music. Thank you for listening. This has been BSD Talk number 69.